there? I'm here. All right. What's up? Nothing. Sorry it took okay. me so long. Oh no, you're fine. I I did um start Empire though. Like the first like half. <laughs> <laughs> like the first 10 minutes I was like, "Okay," cuz I was like, I don't remember what happened last season. So I'm going to hit that re- that recap real quick. <laughs> Shoot. I was like, "What?" Um yeah, anyway, I guess we should just like start so that it's not as long as last time, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. All right, so I guess we should just, like, start with introduction. So do you want to go first or me? You can go first. Okay, cool. All right, well, my name is Taylor Evans, LOL. Um, I identify, I don't know, every time I do these things, I'm always like, I identify as, and I identify as black, and I identify as queer. Mm -hmm. And queer is, like, such an umbrella term, but... um, I identify as queer just because um, I think that there's like so many different aspects of myself that I still have to figure out. And I think that it's like a really good umbrella term. But at the same time, I think that it also talks about like my sexuality as well as like my identity period. Just like, I think that it's very strange to be a like black person. Like I, I I don't think it's strange. Like it's obviously dope and cool and awesome, but I just Mm -hmm. feel like people look at us like we're, weird so yeah so i think that like because if somebody's like what do you think you are i'm just like queer i'm like that can encompass my blackness my like queerness my gayness whatever you want to whatever you want to call it um but yeah i'm 25 um what else about me i'm not in school right now because i hate it (laughs) so i'm just like self-learning at this point going to like public libraries and that's funny you bring that up because we're gonna talk about um school along with self-care mm-hmm. yeah definitely definitely yeah I mean yeah I think like a lot about like self-care like if I would have were to know more about self-care when I was in college I think it would have been a completely different experience like all day all day seriously <laughs> I'm like I don't like now that I'm older I'm so glad that I'm able to like understand it and like grasp it and like and, and, like, also being a black person, not taking it as a joke. Like, I really admire that about myself. I think that it's really good that I put such an emphasis on mental health. Because, like, it's important. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's super important to, like, all-around health and all-around happiness. And, like, you know, just all-around, like, being in control of your mental health as opposed to letting it control you. Which is what I'm all about. Yep. Seriously. But like uh, you said, that that takes time. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know for sure. Um, but yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm done. I don't really have anything else to say. I, that's like just my, I just say my identifiers, and that's really it. I'm just like I'm Taylor. I'm black. I'm queer. I'm here. <laughs> Boom. I'm Boom. gonna get a shirt that says that. <laughs> I know. Taylor, I should. I'm black. I'm queer, and I'm here. And I'm here. And, and I'm, I'm here. here. But I'm still here. Like you, you should get the I'm here part on the back though. So when you turn <laughs> around and walk away. <laughs> and I'm here. And I'm here. I was I'm here. here. I, I was, was here. here. Shoot. But I'm not because I'm leaving. Right. I'm just so like bad. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. I <laughs> it's so funny that you brought that up before you do your introduction. Like I think it's so funny. Like now that I'm older, I feel like I'm able to walk away from people easier. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> like for if I'm real. like not feeling it, I just like leave. leave. And I'm just like yes. 
and like I know that I'm not like super rude so I'll be like okay oh it was really nice talking to you okay yep. bye yeah but like sometimes mm-hmm. I will just like walk away like yep. why not you know what I mean Especially you're boring when me. they they're like someone else comes in um, oh my and god you're like yes there's my moment and you just kind of excuse yourself <laughs> from <laughs> just sneak away I'm good at sneaking away it's so funny because I'm so tall like you would really think that I would sneak worse but mm-hmm. I'm like no girl I've been doing this for a long time what you, you, mean? Just, you just slip in the back right shoot yeah, right okay what about you give your little introduction okay well I am Shantae yes. and I also identify as black um, but I am straight that's fine and... it's okay Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I don't have any fancy titles, but <laughs> right, you're just I'm, like, yeah, I'm black. I mean, you're yeah, a black woman, so. right? I'm that's enough in a, a nutshell. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just uh, I've never had one of those moments to where I question my sexuality, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always knew I was strictly dickly. That's oh. totally fine, though. Like, the fact that you didn't have to go through that just, yeah. honestly, awful life experience that a lot of people have to go Exactly. And so, it's like, I can't, knock, I can't knock you. Like, mm-mm. you know, we're all born the way we are. And I, 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 I can't, how do I put this? I acknowledge the struggle that people have trying to find that path. Mm-hmm. But I can't relate. You know, so I I will never try to say no. I understand. I I know how you feel because I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I well, understand how you feel, but exactly. I don't know how you feel. You know. Exactly. So you're empath you're empathetic to the person, just like you just don't know the situation. Right. Exactly. I completely. I'm all for it. I just I didn't have to go through that. I've always exactly. known. Mm-hmm. Strictly dickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but and I mean that. the and the biggest thing the biggest thing I mean. I don't want to say like the biggest thing but a thing that's a problem with it is just because of like how society <laughs> treats it like I feel like if it was more accepted more people would come out way sooner and not have to deal with like the closet which is oh my god the most horrifying Dark place, place. like I was just like I'm so glad I'm not in there anymore it was sc- it's scary it's a scary place of just like darkness but you want to know what's funny about that Tay is mm-hmm. You you were in the closet, but you weren't. It, exactly. Like you, you, I, you were in the closet with the door open because we all knew. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like I mean? yelling. I was you like, were... pay attention to me. <laughs> and as me being me in our relationship and our dynamic, uh-huh. I've I've always known. Uh-huh. But you know, as a kid, you don't we don't know what that is yet. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, we have uncles and we have aunts and we have cousins that mm-hmm. are gay mm-hmm. but we don't ourselves know what that defining point was exactly and i mean that's also what you were saying earlier about like you can empathize but you can't sympathize because it's literally like i've never gone through that right and, and like, yeah so yeah i mean like as kids we we obviously grew up with you know like a lot of gay relatives around us yep so we knew what and, it was, but we mm-hmm. didn't know what that what that starting point was. Like that's just how they always been for us. Exactly. Exactly. And and the fact that 
I don't know, the fact that maybe, like, their struggles weren't, like, put out there for us to know is the yeah. reason that it maybe, like, continued a cycle of just, like, anger and, like, being in the closet for me, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, at the end of the day, all that I wanted as, like, a young person was somebody that I could relate to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's it's obviously, like, a part of who I am and, you know, obviously a a big part of my life period but at this point in my life I just want to be able to like be that for somebody somebody young because it's like it's the closet is a scary place like Mm -hmm. I will like sage a closet like if I know that there's one around I'm like no we're gonna sage that we're gonna throw a little bit of uh, holy water on there if we need to (laughs) like scary and just like being alone and just like with your own like really dark thoughts and just it's just it's not a fun place to be and I always say come out, but, you know, and not everybody can because society yes. is trash. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I guess that, that should um, take us to our theme that we're going to talk about today, which is self-care. Yes. Which is the real deal. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Not just brushing your teeth in the morning. Self-care. Uh, I- I mean, at the end of the day, like, we are all dealing with depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and stuff. And brushing your teeth is always a win. Mm-hmm. Um, but just do it every day, please. Like, just it's do it every day. And just, it's, yeah, I guess, I guess, like, yeah, what do you think self-care is? Just, like, in a nutshell in your mm-hmm. life. In a nutshell for me, um, I've come to realize that self-care personally is just trying to find the silver lining in every situation. Okay. Because um, for me, it's it's more or less um, doing things that I want to do and taking time out for myself mm-hmm. outside of, um, you know, motherhood and being a student and mm-hmm. being in a relationship because those are all like heavy titles, you know, mm-hmm. all titles and- that you have, by the way. All of them, every single one, and mm-hmm. being black. So it's mm-hmm. like yep. all these heavy titles that I have. And for me, self-care is just sitting back and realizing that I'm human and, you know, I can do stuff for me. I can do mm-hmm. stuff that makes me happy mm-hmm. and that I'm excited to do outside of those titles. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because I think just in life, we get so wrapped up in life. And um, I think that we forget about things because the the schedule is so important mm-hmm. and like the things are so important and they're more important than you. Like that's like the thinking that happens, yep. which is um, it's very common. I, w- I would say it's super common. Like a lot of people have that, right? Mm-hmm. I would, yeah. I c- I'll conclude it, I guess. Like Their shoot. planner is more important than their life. Exactly. Well, their own happiness, because at the end of the, at the end of the day, people think that self-care is selfishness, exactly. which, exactly. which it, which one it isn't, but also like from my standpoint, be selfish. Like, I don't exactly. understand why it's so societally looked down upon to care about yourself and to like be selfish or whatever that means. You know, because like, it's viewed as arrogant. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
which and is especially just, yeah. like in the poor com- poor communities mm-hmm. like that's viewed as negative because in poor communities and you know lower income families mm-hmm. you can't think about yourself mm-hmm. you know what I mean you have yeah. to think of other people you all have to work together mm-hmm. so I can see how you know caring about yourself and doing things for yourself is viewed as this negative thing, especially like older generations, like our parents. Mm-hmm. 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 You, you see, you see what I <laughs> yes. mean? You see Literally go, <laughs> yes. I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> you know, well, like they had all you, you grew up around your family mm-hmm. and you helped each other out. And exactly. so there wasn't a fine line between, well, I want to do this to make me happy. No, you have to do what your cousins wanted to do mm-hmm. because you can't be selfish. It's not yeah. about you. Exactly. Type of thing, type exactly. of mindset. And then just that just follow that. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. Can it exactly? And that's the thing is like when we say can it be, that's viewed as, you know, just like self self just doing things for yourself and not thinking about anybody else where it's just like, if I care more about myself, then I can care better for others, you know, like, and, and I think that it's the fact that some people don't question things that Mm -hmm. they don't, they can't get to that like end point. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know. Like I, I just think that it's so insane to just um, think about like our families and I mean, I guess I should just speak for myself and um, kind of the like self-care therapy type deal that I went through as a kid. Um, I mean, I, I, my parents put me in therapy when I was like 11 um, and I didn't know. So I was super pissed about it, obviously. And, you know, they said it was for anger. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. I'm a little pissed. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> and so I went and I just didn't really feel connected. I didn't really feel like safe, you know? <clears throat> and I mean, honestly, I haven't felt safe in any like therapy session that I've had with the person because they've all been white and <laughs> sorry, right. can't, I can't say, I can't like lie. I just didn't feel safe. I didn't feel like I could be like myself and be real with them. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, now that I'm 25, I think that, like, I'm really glad that my parents put me in therapy because, mm-hmm. you know, I think there's a stigma in the black community where uh, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Don't worry about mm-hmm. yourself. Don't worry about your emotions. Don't worry about how you feel when you go to sleep. Yep. You know, it's just like go to sleep, wake up and provide. Mm-hmm. And I mean, also, as you were saying, with the low income communities, it's like self-care is not taught because who the fuck has time like you know they're constantly working like and they're not you know gonna check in with themselves when they're working like 18 hour days they're just trying to do their 18 hour days get home and go to bed and then do it all over again yep so it's just a cycle um and yeah i mean yeah just like i mean growing up going to therapy definitely i would i would say my mindset on mental health Mm -hmm. um just from personal experience i i was in therapy when i came out when i was like 19 like i went back because 
I recognized that I was just irritated all the time. I was like, I'm pissed. And I was like, why the fuck am I so upset right now? And so I was like, I'm just going to go back to therapy, figure it out, whatever. And then that's where I like came out and I was like, you know what? I really think therapy is like that girl. Like, I really think we should all be going like, for real. and that's the thing is like, what I got out of therapy was doing work for myself, like asking myself questions, like talking to my emotions and talking to myself as opposed to, you know, like sitting there and having this person tell me about my life. I just had to like, basically do it on my own, which is like, Hey, that's just the way the cookie crumbled in this life. I had to do a lot of stuff on my own, but it was totally fine with me because I feel like it helped me to, you know, be where I am now. And, you know, a little happier, <laughs> a little happier. And in, in that area of my life where it's like not soul crushing or whatever. So when you started going to therapy and your parents said it was because of anger, Mm-hmm. Do you think a lot of that anger was stemming from the fact that you were in the closet, but you felt afraid and such like that? Or, you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, no. I didn't know. I didn't even have, like, a feeling towards a guy uh-huh. until I was watching Fantastic Four and Chris Evans was on the screen. L O L. Isn't that the funniest story? So, wait. Wait, girl, I was like thir- 13, 14. I was with you. Wait, <laughs> I am tickled. Hey, I was literally like, do you remember when he like came out of the shower and yes. then he, like steamed, it steamed off? And I was just, off. It was. It's like that. I remember <laughs> thinking you was the you you thought that was the funniest part. Now I, I see was like, why. OMG. But okay. yeah, so so. So yeah, that was the like preface of when I like was like, oh, I think I like, I think I like dudes. So it didn't happen until I was like, I honestly thought I was older. So I mean, 13, 14, I guess is like normal-ish, but I, I felt older. But when I was, yeah, when I was 11, I didn't know. And that was the thing is I never had a feeling towards any, any man ever like Mm -hmm. sexually until then so like that was the thing is I had I was pissed because and I had a lot of anger well obviously because I was growing up in a volatile household that was just Mm -hmm. not for me as an empath like Uh I just took way too much on as a kid and it fucking aged me honestly I feel but hey that's why I'm like oh I thought I was older and I'm like 13 I'm like oh I was super old (laughs) like like, no you (laughs) weren't girl relax relax chill um but no, I was, and, and, you know, I was like also in middle school going through that just atrocious that period in life where, uh, oh my God, dude, I, I'm triggered that Jackson goes to school, like right next to my old middle school, by the way, like, I'm like, come on, let's go. I'm like, come on, get in the car. Let's go. We're going back home. Let's go. But, you know, I was in that, like, just terrible mindset. Yeah that terrible just like mindset and also just like having people you know yeah just basically people telling me that I'm gay when I had no feeling and I'm like why are they constantly doing this to me when I I I haven't said anything right like and I'm not really feeling anything because I I was I I mean at the end of the day if you know me you know that I'm about it ass bitch like if I were to feel it I will tell it like and the fact that I was in the closet for five six years like of my life is just like really aggressive for me to like understand now Mm -hmm. but um 
I mean, it was survival. Like, middle school, high school, like, the beginning of college, it was just, like, all survival and, like, hiding myself and, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It was just, it wasn't, like, a good time. I'm really glad I just, like, went back to therapy and, like, came out after that because... Now that it's making sense, is that because growing up too, you struggled a lot with your weight, Mm -hmm. and I feel like now that you said, you know, when you did come out, that's when you started dropping weight, and Mm -hmm. it was almost as if you were dropping that stress. Like when you you came out, that's when the real you started to Mm -hmm. surface. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, well, that's the thing is I just I actually realized like recently that my weight fluctuates Mm -hmm. and like I'm okay with it because because like still I'm going to be thin, but like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm a little bit heavier. And I mean, shoot, body dysmorphia. We can talk about that all day. All right. Like, (laughs) bitch, she got it like and it sucks. (laughs) But I mean, like I can still look at myself in the mirror and be like, you know what? even if you are like a little bit bigger who cares you're still cute in the face so whatever like you're still popping still cute like and what and what i'm so funny a little bit sick this month that's okay and and what's the problem with that if i want to have bread this month i should be able to enjoy it yep leave me alone leave me alone gays leave me alone i got you yeah so oh yeah so no what were you saying no i was just gonna say i don't i've learned to stop limiting myself that's also a part of my Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-care okay yeah for sure if i want to eat ice cream i'm gonna eat some ice cream Mm -hmm. you know like yeah the body i have now i okay i think of it like this the body i had before caleb was the person i was before caleb you know what i mean okay like yeah girl all day you could literally eat whatever you wanted and you were still the same i was like how exactly (laughs) exactly and it's like but that i wasn't i am not the same person i was prior to caleb Mm -hmm. and -hmm. i can't be because then you know i mean shit would hit the fan right and realizing that it's like i'm not going to limit myself trying to get back to a body that I had before mm-hmm. you know I'm not unhealthy yeah. yes mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a lot thicker than I was and I love every shape curve dimple and ripple that I have yes yes and when I want to tone it up I'll tone it up but you exactly. better believe I'm eating this garlic bread while I'm doing these squats like <laughs> shoot why I not I have time for that I just that's not a that's uh yeah. Dieting yeah. and telling myself, oh, I shouldn't have that. For what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For what? Oh, oh, all day. Like all day. I literally I I've never really ever wanted to like diet or anything. Mm-hmm. I've I'm if I'm like, hey, I want this, I get it. Like, or it's gonna drive me crazy. Like, I'm gonna be thinking about that cheesy bread all day if all I don't day. get it. Like so I might as well Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I might as well just get it and just eat it in like whatever moderation. Moderation. Or whatever. And then, you know, go on with my day because yeah, I think that it goes back to like self care where it's like I feel like we're always so easy to deny ourselves things that we want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I grew up with, you know, 
just like family and people around me saying like is it a want or a need yeah. you oh know where it's where yeah. it's just like i mean at the i mean it's a need because i want it you exactly. know <laughs> like, exactly. like that's ultimately what i have to say about it and that's what it is like yes. you yes. know so it's like it's like so it's like constantly with things that you want and things that you enjoy I feel like there was always a mindset of like do you really need it you know and it's like yes like yes I need it I mean if I want it I need it exactly like and I should be able to have it because it's gonna help me it's just gonna make me happy so it's gonna make me happy and I deserve to be happy for a moment a fleeting moment okay I deserve it yeah Shoot. I'm like, can I can I please have this? In please. Peace. Just this one thing. In peace. Thank Leave you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So but what about you? When's the um when is the moment in your life when you think that um you realized that mental health was important and self care was like important? Um when I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is like so you know, I went a whole girl. You're still young when you got pregnant, so you are good. I went a whole twenty years thinking I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> girl, it, then it's like that's you know the tripped out part. Yeah, I went yeah, a well... whole twenty years thinking shit was sweet. You know, yeah. like yeah. okay, I knew I had some problems because I did battle with depression heavily, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. after my divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yes. kind of when it tunneled really into like that depression and that self-loathing and that that whole thing but still being in the black community you don't say nothing about that Mm -hmm, honey you you know so even though I was feeling those things even though I felt that way about myself you Uh couldn't tell that on the outside exactly I was still exactly confident and you know if I was to tell you that I thought about suicide five out of seven days of the week you'd mm-hmm. have been like well, what do you mean wait what yeah right like but you were just at yeah. work laughing and cracking jokes that but that, oh, honey that's yeah, how it's like... it was mm-hmm. you know and yeah literally it was um i think yeah the moment i found out i was pregnant and mm-hmm. i was like damn yeah i was like this is real life because mm-hmm. the crazy part is I was drinking like I did every single night. I would just drink myself to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I had taken the pregnancy test just because I had found it in my closet. I was like, let me just use this up because I hate to be wasteful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? If it ain't expired. You know? <laughs> so I was, <laughs> I was about to go grab another beer out the fridge, finish off Pearl off that six pack. And mm-hmm. I went to check it and it was positive. And I said, okay. And I I didn't have a beer like that mm-hmm. that exact moment. Now I nice. was literally three minutes pregnant. Like yeah. I, I found I was pregnant before. Like I didn't have a period, nothing. So uh-huh. I could have had that other beer and it'd have been all right. Oh yeah, oh yeah. People be doing that all the time. It's like normal or whatever. But for me, that was like that switch just flipped, and I was like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm not living for me anymore. I am not yeah. living for my child. Yeah, and so. Once that happened, um, I started just kind of thinking more like, okay, you know, I got to do something because I can't, I can't feel this way and be a successful parent. I just can't. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean, you've seen it. There's no, yeah. there's no way you can be a present parent when you're dealing with those things. Dealing, yeah, when you're dealing with them and not being serious about it. Right, when you're know? not dealing like, with them the the healthy way. Mm-hmm, yeah, because you're That's... so wrapped up in yourself. You, yeah, you exactly. can't possibly be a present parent because you're in your mm-hmm. own head. Exactly. And so I was like, I don't want to be that way because I've seen what that looks like. And mm-hmm. I've been that child on the receiving end of that. Yeah. And yep. I was like, I can't do that to my kid. I mm-hmm. won't do that to my kid. And so it was like, from that point on, I'm like, I have to take the necessary steps to fight this depression, to beat this self-loathing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to be as confident as I look on the outside. I have to exactly. Get... That's what it is. That's what it is. Shoot, I'm like I, that... I have to get that internally. Externally, I got it. Externally, is mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I have to. I have to let that soak inside so I can mm-hmm. feel it. So that in exactly. turn, I can pass that on to my child. Exactly. Because yeah, that's that's so funny that you brought that up about Caleb because I totally didn't even bring it into my story that I was like. When I came out, Jackson was just born, mm-hmm. and I he, like, he was honestly the reason that I went to therapy, because I was like, I just don't want to be in a household, like, where my brother's going to see me, and mm-hmm. just think that I'm, like, upset all the time, or, like, think that he's, like, or think that I am, like, somebody else that's in our family that yep. we ain't going to name names. Yep. And I was just like, that's just not me. That's not That's not who I am. Like, I don't want to do that. I want so to that's like where I him. also, yeah. So that's that's where it started with me too. Also, which is like <laughs> crazy that that happened. Yeah, but, and, I mean, yeah. it's great that that we made that conscious choice to mm-hmm. be better, so that they they in turn don't have those struggles. Mm-hmm. You know I what think, I mean? yeah, because it's it's such a strange existence being like a contemporary like modern black person right now Mm -hmm. it's like it's a lot of like things that we shouldn't be navigating at this point um and it's a lot of like internalized hatred Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day i just don't want my brother or like any of the next generation kids to just feel like they're not valid Mm -hmm. When it comes to like their mental health or how or their feelings, because you know we're we're just a monolith as black people. We're always angry, you, but y'all don't want to ask why we're angry. Why are we upset? Like we need it. We need to get to the root of it so that we can stop the cycle. They think it's which entitlement. I, yeah, exactly. That's not what which I think goes back <laughs> to the whole yeah the whole post traumatic slave mm-hmm. syndrome and how important that is to the story like i think it i think that post-traumatic slave syndrome is so important as a concept that it literally affects every single black person and they don't know in america and they don't know and they don't take it seriously and um well actually when i first brought it up to my mom the post-traumatic slave Mm -hmm. syndrome she kind of like laughed at me and i i literally looked at her like so seriously and i was like I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to understand that I actually believe this. And, like, I I think that it makes sense because it 
because it just doesn't not make sense right. if that makes any sense. No, no, <laughs> like I, I, what I, I, I just totally, said. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I'll just read like what the um what is post traumatic slave syndrome, just so that it's like on the books so everybody yep. knows. Um so it was it's this um so here's the like definition of it. It's a condition that exists as a consequence of multi generational oppression of Africans and their descendants resulting from years of slavery. And it was um, discovered or penned by Dr. Joy DeGruy. Mm-hmm. And I think that she just, I, I personally haven't read the book yet. It's in my Amazon cart, mm-hmm. but it's definitely going to be purchased and read. But I mean, just reading her like website and just understanding it all, I think that it makes a ton of sense. Like our, our bloodline, there's a lot of, substance abuse in oh, it all day and depression mm-hmm. and suicide mm-hmm. and it's my I think a thing with me also is that I you know I I definitely had to deal with shit but my parents kept a roof over my head and food yeah. in my stomach you know and I think that um I think that that was one reason why I was why I was also thinking like why am I having thoughts of suicide? And I have like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. exactly. It's like, I have honestly, like, more mm-hmm. than I, I, I expect to have as a black person in America. You were definitely middle class. And I, girl, I was middle class until I wasn't. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> and then, and then it was just like these thoughts and feelings started coming over me. And the thing was, is like, I didn't feel like they were my own. Yeah. And I think that it's just ingrained in our DNA at this point because of all of this oppression that, like, our ancestors had have had to deal with. And, I mean, there's nothing, like, that I can really, like, prove, like, scientifically, if you want to go there. But it's just, like, a feeling of why do I have this feeling? Well, a lot of it, too, with um, PTSS is it is... <sighs> It becomes a thinking pattern generation after generation because mm. of how we raise our kids. Yeah. For example. Yeah. Um, the And I think in the book, too, she talks about this, but you have the white mom and you have the black mom and they're in the bank. The kids are acting up. Mm. The white mom says to her kid, please don't do that. Right. Black yeah, mom. I'm listening. I'm in here. Black mom. That's not how we act. Uh-huh. Sit your tail down. Uh huh. That yeah. that's two different things. It's like different how we raise our kids. Like how many yeah. times have it's we different. been disciplined and we've heard that's not how we act. That's not what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it too many it, girl. I got beat all the time. What exactly? You mean? That's not how we act. <laughs> what do you mean that's not how we act? Yeah. Like kids. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's. <laughs> And that's the thing, dude. It, yeah, exactly. It's like we just we as black people, because you know, I've obvi- I obviously know a lot of black people. Duh, I'm black. <laughs> but it's just like we honestly weren't allowed to be no. kids. Like no, we we had a standard. Did you wait? You do you wait? I never I never talked to you about this. But have you ever had the talk? You got you got the talk. Did you get the talk? Talk about the sex talk. The talk talk. 
No, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about the sex talk. I'm talking about the talk talk. No, I don't think I got the talk talk. You didn't get. You didn't get the talk talk where they where they told you how to behave when you're in oh, public around white people. Honey, yes, but with police. No, I didn't get the. Nope, I didn't get the police one. You didn't, I get, didn't the get that talk okay. talk. I got okay. the but the mm-hmm. public talk talk. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you see, which I think is so that? fucked why up. Why do we even have to say that? Did you get the talk talk? Seven years. <laughs> Seven years old. Seven years old. I'm yeah. like, I have to police myself. And I think that that and white supremacy has had such a role in like who who I was and why I stayed in the closet mm-hmm. so long. And you know That's not how we act. And that's not what we that's do. not how we act. You and even even at that moment when I was a kid is when I started policing myself, Mm -hmm. like in public spaces, I needed to be a certain way, which is not too loud and not too aggressive and don't do this and don't do that. And you're a black boy Mm -hmm. and you need to act a certain way Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. Like we're a freaking monolith. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Honestly, I'm confused. But um, it's just really unfortunate that we have to have those talks with the kids because they should be able to be children. They should be able to experience a childhood. Yeah. Because but that's why people we were out here so living mature. their best life. That's mm-hmm. why we, like, as kids, yeah. we thought so above our development, Tay. I mean, think about mm-hmm. it. We actually yeah. had a whole plan to run away to Vancouver, Canada to be on Smallville. <laughs> like, like who even plans that? Plan to, like, we <laughs> we had a plan to make the money to fund this. We weren't gonna ask our parents. No, you you yeah. hand drew flyers for this dog. That's walk. crazy. Think dude. about that. Yeah. Not not think... to buy candy, Tay. We were literally going to go to Canada. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna do do we some shit. We were gonna it. do things. We made a whole. We were doing things. Show, timed perfectly. With yeah, the we sure did. That we were gonna. We sure him. did. Dog, we were out here on some like twenty-one-year-old programmer shit when we were like. We should have been doing the YouTube thing because that's all I'm saying. Like, but then at the same time, but at the same time, I understand why doubt kept me from doing things creatively because you know, at the end of the day, like us growing up, like I feel like I feel like we definitely had like good diversity we had like goodish diversity like we still had we still had our 90s shit Mm -hmm. like we had a different world like we 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 were in a pretty good spot but it's just like it's so it's just really unfortunate to me that like even though I feel like we were good and like set like I still didn't feel like I was like enough and let me ask you this I think yeah, because you said that you know how we doubted our creativity. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and we're not going to go too deep into this, you know, for reasons. Yeah, we ain't got to. But but I'm like, wait, what? Do you, about you to say? think that a lot of that self doubt came from the um, how do I want to put this? Came from kind of the religious upbringing that we both had. And how that kind of put a stop to a lot of that. You know what I mean? 
Uh-huh. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, Cause... I do. I do. I don't think I've ever really thought about it, though. So I'm kind of like, Cause... you know, trying to get my words. Right. I, I, I personally what are you feel saying? Like, like a lot of my creativeness and a lot of my, um, you know, just thought process and ideas that I had weren't um, taken seriously or weren't encouraged or indulged because of that. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like, well, no, you can't do that because you can end up this, this, and this, and that, and that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how like yeah. something as simple as MySpace was like the the Child. worst thing in the world. Child. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, wait, let me tell you what I just told Marcia last night. Okay, <laughs> I just I'm just sitting there on the on my phone, mm-hmm. right? And I go, do you remember when we were kids and, you know, you you guys would, like, not even you, not even, like, you, my mom, but just, like, the religion, yep. had such a negative view of social media. Mm-hmm. And, now, and now, every single one of them is on social media. And I'm off have of a, it. I'm off. Like, I'm website. just, like, I don't want, got a whole website, literally giving, detailing every Out. single thing that you're doing. <laughs> Detailing every single thing that you're doing, thinking that we were doing that as kids. We were stealthy, yes. dog. We were in them chat rooms, no joke, yes. okay? Like, like uh, we knew what we were doing up in there. I wasn't meeting nobody. We, we knew. You best believe I was talking to somebody. I know. And that is, but but look at them niggas now. <laughs> like, they all here meeting people looking stupid. I'm like, but you were talking to us, yes. though. Like, we know what we're doing. Yes. Don't worry. Yeah. True. I'm like. I'm, and and I'm also thinking like and this entire generation that was basically telling us that we're we stay on the computer too long, literally got brainwashed into thinking that Donald Trump was a good presidential candidate and elected him president. Yep. Who was reading stuff on Facebook and like, oh yeah, that's real, talking about Donald Trump is a good presidential candidate. That is clearly a joke. Mm-hmm. That is the Onion, boo. That's a satire <laughs> website, and you don't understand that because you haven't been on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> Bye. Super, oof, but man, you, tangent. Did you see what I mean but, um, by that, though? How growing up for us, that really, if it wasn't within that realm, mm-hmm. it wasn't encouraged. Of of being, like, 100% in the religion? Yeah. Is that what yeah. you... Okay, no, I don't feel like I've ever... I've ever really thought about it like that or felt like that. But, you know, now that you bring it up, shoot, I'm gonna have to think about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because... I, you know, my, my dad's mom was an artist Mm -hmm. back in like, you know, in New York and whenever. Mm -hmm. And so she was always very like on me about my creativeness. Like she was always like, what are you doing? Like creatively, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I never felt like it was anything to do with um, the religion. I think it would have to do more with like my family. Mm -hmm. Um, just cause you know, my, you know, my whole family, they were all playing basketball outside and I was inside drawing. Right. And the thing is, is like, I was okay doing it alone, but I just wish that like my family encouraged it more right. and just said, Oh, that's super awesome. What are you going to do next? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and keep encouraging me to move forward and continue to do that because I think it was, it was always just the, um, survival technique of black people Mm -hmm. like you're asking me a young black boy what i want to do and i say i want to be an artist and you're just like why do you want to be an artist you literally need to get a job to survive basketball like what about football what about you know 
Yeah. What about yeah. these and things that, that black boys yeah, like and to that's do? A, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, well, I don't like to do those things and I don't knock anybody that wants right. to, but I still need encouragement. And I mean, yeah, I mean, at the at the end of the day, like I never really liked the religion we grew up in, like from from the jump, from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Like I could go back and just say I I never had a good time, or you know what I mean. Right. Like I never, I never, and I'm and that's because of choices that they make and things that they want to teach. That has nothing to do with my opinion, or right. you know, it's just like hey, that's how they do things. I don't do things that way, so hey, we're just gonna part ways easily, yep. like. No harm, no foul. I I don't say nothing bad. I keep I open my door, right. and I talk. I'm not a mean. I'm not a rude person. But it's just like it's not for you. It, yeah, but I, it, it's like at the same time, it's like the things that you're teaching had a such a negative effect on my mental mm-hmm. health and my growth and my self esteem that it's just like I can't not forgive that yeah. or forget it. Well, I I'm sure I can. For, I'm pretty positive that I've forgiven it, but I just can't forget yeah. it because it's still something that I have to unpack to this day. So, yeah, I mean, I I definitely understand, like where you're coming from from the whole like religious export yeah. or standpoint of yeah. it because, I mean, just all in all, I think organized religion is just too much. Like, I just think that it's a bunch of lost people wanting to find a purpose which is like i get it i totally get mm-hmm. it but it's just like toxic yeah. too i think that it's just like a really toxic culture um that has stemmed from white supremacy so don't don't think that i haven't been thinking about that either and i'm just <laughs> over here like mad as fuck about religion i'm like no a lot of it has to deal with white supremacy and white people using it as control and all this other stuff that I don't like and don't appreciate and don't think is religious. I don't think that is religious. How does that make me? I don't get it. I don't get it. I've obviously had discussions. <laughs> I've obviously had discussions about this and they're so difficult to have sometimes, yeah, but especially when you're talking to open-minded people. I know. And it's like, it's so hard because it's like, I, I now that I'm an adult in the world and I, you know, I go and meet different people and I talk to, different people and a plethora of different skin colors and different stories. It's like, I just would never not be an open-minded person. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't, I don't see why I need to be because like knowledge is power. And like, I like to learn. I love, I love learning. I love learning about people's cultures. I love learning new things. Like, and I'm a nosy person. So as a girl all day, how can you have a closed mind? You know exactly. what I mean? You're not truly mm-hmm. nosy. You just messy. But that's you just, <laughs> you just messy. messy, and that's, <laughs> that's like, <laughs> like if you are truly like, nosy, you gonna have open mind because you need you're like I need to know, I need to know everything uh-huh. that's going on. And that's the thing. And that's the thing is like, and then you'll be like, oh, well, I want to know. But then it's like you talk to this person, and it's a human. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a human being with a story. Like I want to know your story, boo boo. Tell me. Tell me Why your story. You I will not judge you. you. Think I need to know because mm-hmm. no, I don't agree with it, and, but I want to know how you got to this point. Take mm-hmm. me back. Well, I told I totally have like really good discussions with people. I have stopped having discussions with like white supremacists. Like that is just not worth my time. I'm like, you know what? You can do the your own work because the internet is free for now. For now, <laughs> until until your ancestors try to um 
make us all pay for it, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Free edu- free education. Y'all about to y'all better quit. <laughs> y'all better quit. That net neutrality and they were trying to start charging public libraries fees. I was like, are are you kidding me? Public libraries are free for a reason. Yes. <laughs> they are they were literally created. That's like charging to be free. for Stop public it. bathrooms. They do that in Europe, and I literally almost lost my mind <laughs> over there. I was like, can I just please go to the bathroom? They're like, oh, 10 euro. I'm like, you guys are insane. <laughs> Here's 10 euros. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> they knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> Shoot. But, dude, oh, my gosh. We should definitely, like, have, a, like, another episode where we talk more about the whole religious aspect of it. Because there's so much, whew, child, yeah. to unpack. Yeah, you could- so much to talk about. Yeah, you could definitely talk for days about that part. I know. And that and... is a major part of the black community. And that yes, is and like, yes. and like especially yes. um like not only mental health but religion and um which has that cloud over sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh child please. Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> I'm just like I look at that and I'm just like, how do you even justify anything ever? Like no, I'm really, just like anything really. ever. Like, yeah, that yeah, it, it just, just has such a sexual abuse in the black community is, I feel like more hush hush than it is in the Catholic community. <laughs> and I'm just gonna, I'm just oh. gonna throw that out there. Ooh, and the Catholic community, child, child, you know what I'm saying? They are known exactly, for but it. people know that, and it's talked about. But oh no, 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 no! The, you don't yeah. talk about it within the black community. Oh no, no, no! Well, because well, because you can't talk down about the black church, which I'm just like you cannot. Or or just like religion, and you can't really like think about it. And it's like at the end of the day, there is a reason why. Black people have such a strong relationship to religion, yeah. organized religion in America. Yeah. And it goes back to slave time. It's it's because white slave owners mm-hmm. and the fucking masters literally wrote a slave specific Bible. So that ain't that wasn't even the Bible, mm-hmm. homie. Like that was literally edited and revised or by racist people, people who bought our ancestors and treated them like shit. Like sheep and cattle. <laughs> so and then, you know, you give them these books and you say, oh, here's your hope yep. of a better life. But remember, but they we're not, we're never going to give it though. to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they would only know things that certain white people said yep. and or certain white men said. And the reason that they're so clung to it is because when you're dealing with things that the slaves had to deal with in America, mm-hmm. how can you not? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you think that that's your hope, that's your only hope mm-hmm. when you're dealing with disgusting human beings who treat you like mm-hmm. fucking trash. Like, I get it. I get the origins. I get the root of it. And it goes back. I to don't understand. That yeah, we don't talk about this because just like they didn't talk about it when Master was doing it to them, you don't mm-hmm. talk about it because that's not what we do. And it goes mm-hmm. right back to that teaching. That's not what we do. Yeah. That's not what we do. But the thing is, is like the whole that's not what we do teaching is 
to make white people feel mm-hmm. safe and for them to feel secure in public mm-hmm. when it's like, no, fuck you. Like, I don't have to police myself as an 11 year old to you make you better. comfortable yeah. as a 30 year old man. Yeah. Like, like the fact that you're taking my childhood from me to accommodate a 30 year old grown ass man who you've babied in this society mm-hmm. until what 50 55 mm-hmm. is when they have their life realization like that dude they literally like wait maybe my life isn't meaningless at like 45 i'm like are you joking <laughs> like what have you been doing for 45 years oh sexually assaulting women boom literally that's what you've been doing and getting away with it because you have money that you've stole (laughs) anyway (laughs) anyway yeah religion is just religion is just a very i don't want to say it's a touchy subject for me but i just feel like i have a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. about it it. that you know some people may not understand or have not thought about like I'm sorry I would I will I yeah I mean at the end of the day I will never be a part of a religion that helped press my ancestors into slavery Mm -hmm. you know like that's that's who I am as a person that's what I know like I'll discuss it with you if you want but it's like I'm sorry like this is a very that's and and that's the thing is like it's a very new newish problem even though it's been like what 400 years um but it's still like relatively a newer thing that we're dealing with um but i mean as we can as we can tell the consequences of it have been so dire to our mental health that we're in a crisis right now yeah and it needs to be talked about and yeah i think you know unpacking a lot of what happened growing up religious is you know part of my story but it's like a lot it is like i'm still unpacking shit to this day where i'm just like sitting here like <laughs> wanting to rip my face off like okay is, is it over yet yeah and then having to grow up that way and then experiencing having to juggle living a double life at you know 11 13 you, you we know. were out there you know code I mean? switching whore dog <laughs> we were code switching like, like dude we were code switching like quadruple like managing do- living a double life at such a young age like yeah that's yeah. heavy that's but then at the same time like do you remember all the kids that we grew up with though yep do I? them niggas are a mess a right whole now mess. <laughs> wait a, a minute entire mess wait but but you remember how concerned everyone else was about us oh my god being the being the the the, um wait wait what what, what do they call them bad association (laughs) oh but we were the bad association do you remember that sitting up here they used to call me mean as a kid (laughs) they said that i was a mean kid like And I'm like, but I'm not mean. I just don't like you because you're irritating. <laughs> you're fake. And I know that you're fake. Like, why do you want me to... Why do they... Why do they need me to be around fake people? I don't exactly. need to be around fake people. Yeah. And I knew that. And I knew that from a young age. I have a very yeah. good sensor and a radar of people. Yes. Like, and I have definitely not listened to it a few times in my life. But now that I'm, like, in a new chapter... 
I feel like if I don't like you, I really don't like you. If I'm getting those vibes before you even open your mouth, then mm-hmm. that's just what that is. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, "Are you a Are you a Gemini?" <laughs> and they'll be like, "Yeah." And I'll be like, um, "Okay, I'm just gonna go to the bar. All right, okay, see you later. Bye. See you later." You know, yeah, I've got ended yeah. up with a Gemini. So <laughs> you know what. You know what? I'm just like, there's honestly like one out of like a hundred that are like, okay. I ended up with two (laughs) back to back, same birthday and all. So, dang. I would think I was meant to be with a Gemini. Yeah, but what's your regular? What's your sign though? I forget. Wait, Taurus. Oh, well, that works though, because you're. I'm bullheaded as fuck. And that's good for them to understand because they're two-faced psychopaths. No, <laughs> okay. You're just like, where did that other face come from? Exactly. <laughs> oh, 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 there it is, there it is, there it is. Exactly. I'm switching oh. up in. Yeah. All right, so I guess, like, last question of the of the podcast. Um, um, what have you been doing consistently that has been in your self-care routine recently? Um, consistently, I've been doing positive affirmations every morning yes <laughs> every yes. morning yes, yes i do yes. at least three. Oh yeah girl all at day. least five at the max exactly five max and um I, I mean i make sure before i even i try to do them in the car on my way to go do something mm-hmm. because that's when i can just really like just yell it out if i need to but yeah i make sure that i do that out loud mm-hmm. and so that I can hear it and maybe the car next to me can hear it because mm-hmm. for some reason that can just even if I didn't get no sleep last night even if I'm just like not ready for the day that can yeah. just change my whole mood yeah. telling myself that I'm going to have a good day and I'm going mm-hmm. to smile at least three times today <laughs> <laughs> I just love that you have a certain amount of smiling because yes. it's same. Literally yes. same. Like same. Like I don't smile that much. Why I need to smile? Know. I don't want wrinkles. But what I tell mean? myself, you are going to have a good day. You are going yes. to smile at least three times today. And you are going to get whatever you need to get done done. So do not Boom. stress. Boom. It don't will get stress. done. And I swear to God, I'm I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I know, right? You I just like fall in done. line. You're like, got it. I'm like, okay, yeah, for yeah, sure. I can do that. Thank you. And awesome. I go about my day. But the yes. positive affirmations, I tell you. So what do you oh, do? Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I do positive affirmations in the mirror when I'm getting ready. Um, just because I think it's a really important time for me to understand my blackness. Mm-hmm. Like, getting ready in the morning is a time for me to, like, do Dying my way. hair yeah, I mean, like, you know, do my hair, which is also a subject that we could talk about for days, oh, okay. where it keeps me, you know, it, like, allows me to love myself. I'm like, oh, girl, I love your hair today, yep. like, in the mirror. And then I'll be like, oh, girl, your skin is popping. You know, you got little pimples on it, but it's okay. It's still smooth <laughs> and caramely, whatever. It's yeah, but I also do Wonder Woman poses often. Really? Yeah, do you, have you heard of power posing? Uh-uh. Bish. Okay. So this this is like my jam, okay? Uh-huh. So you just stand. You you can stand like in a mirror. You can stand anywhere. You don't have to stand in a mirror though. You can stand literally anywhere. Mm-hmm. But all you have to do is like put your um fist on your um hips mm-hmm. and stand like Wonder Woman stands. Mm-hmm. 
with your chest out and your shoulders down Mm -hmm. and it psychologically like gives you confidence like they've done studies on it and it gives you confidence i'm doing it right now and i can tell you that i just felt some type of way yeah and then you like and then you do the thing with your neck where you're like whipping your hair yeah see see (laughs) like naturally Dude, I, I literally, I googled power poses for this because I was like, what do I do for self-care? I was like, I power, I power pose. It's like, I I think I knew about it before they had like an episode of Grey's Anatomy where they were talking about it. And I was like, bitch, power posing. I was like, I just learned about this shit. Yes. And you know when it's on Grey's Anatomy, it's legit. So. Of course. So, yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, dude, power posing. Yes. And, um, yeah, it just like, it helps you like to gain confidence because we all know i need it we all we all need it all the time same same so it's like i do that and i've also been reading again um because dude i love reading like reading is so fun like and it's so yeah and it's just like so it's like i i feel like it's very personal because you create these like of course and like a writer wrote the book down and gives you a lot of strong visuals but it's still a very personal experience where mm-hmm. you see people mm-hmm. and you experience the words and all this other stuff um but yeah dude reading is so just like calming for me and i think that it and it's a thing where i can do it and it takes a lot of time where it feels like i'm just doing one task where i'm just like reading and then i finish a chapter i'm like oh you finished a chapter and it's been like 30 minutes and i'm like yes i'm like yes read more bitch no more words yeah get your get your life together and it also takes you to another world like for me reading used to be like i am spying in on someone else's Mm -hmm. life Mm. yeah you know what i mean like yeah i get this I get the ability to be someone else for a little bit. Exactly. And the you know? disconnect. And it, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is um, the disconnect and um, being able to read different stories, I feel has helped with just like understanding people, mm-hmm. like understanding different points of view, understand different, how people work differently, how their minds work, what they're doing, how they feel. And I don't know. I think it's like, it's a very important thing to do, which is read. I think that we have a lot of books now that are like really important and need to be read and like to understand like different ways of life, different cultures, like different people. Like there's, I have a Malala book and I have like so many like Maya Angelou books and like just understanding the experience of these like really powerful um, people Mm -hmm. is like just super important to like have in my life yeah just to like be able to evolve you know that's just how i feel for sure because it's a lot of self-evaluation that happens i know oh my god dude like you you (laughs) stop and you literally think like oh yeah so maybe Mm -hmm. i do need to correct that about myself you know Mm -hmm. like okay yeah that's probably not a good thing so let me tweak that a little bit (laughs) you know exactly exactly it's yeah. always good. And, I need to get back yeah, to reading. I know. It it's really easy to fall off. Like it is, especially in this day and age. 
Mm-hmm. You get so yeah. used to reading BuzzFeed articles and taking BuzzFeed quizzes that you forget to actually pick up like a book. I know you're like, oh right, somebody definitely wrote this in their basement in like two minutes. Right. Because like, now all the articles are like four paragraphs max. Yeah. And like all pictures. I'm like, what? And I'm like, I need words, bitch. Like, do I really want to know what kind of triangle I am? I really do. Like, <laughs> I really do. I would be an isosceles. Right. I was about kidding. to say I'm an <laughs> the only thing I remember from high school geometry class. For real though. I'm like, that's all that that's all you got for me. <laughs> <laughs> cool, but anyway, I guess we should just like sign off this and then um yeah. We'll figure out um what we'll talk about next week and it'll be dope. Yes. Well, you know, thank everyone that listened to us. Um we definitely want to hear you guys' input because this is what this is about. It's yeah, it's it's an open type of conversation. Even though we're yeah. talking to each other, we also want to hear other opinions. So, yeah. um, comment, let us know, and we will definitely hear from you guys uh, next week. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. All right, all right, cool. I'm gonna finish it and then I'll call you real quick. Okay. Okay. Bye. Sweet. Bye.